Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about, showing you the step-by-step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you here. And I have to let you know, I have been on a James Clear kick lately. He's the author of Atomic Habits, and although it's been a few years since I listened to his book, he's been making the podcast rounds lately, so I've been seeing him kind of everywhere. And I have to say, if you haven't read that book, I really want to encourage you to go get it now. It breaks down habit change in such an accessible and helpful way. And I have to say that James's thoughts on habit building always help me clarify things in my own life and my own business. So that's a tip for you to start. Go get Atomic Habits by James Clear. Now, I was recently listening to his interview on Brene Brown's podcast called Dare to Lead, and he was talking about one of the places that leaders and businesses get stuck. So, of course, my ears perked up at that. And he said that leaders and businesses can mix up what it means to be in motion and what it means to be in action. The two are not the same. And I have to tell you that hit me like a ton of bricks because it was so relatable. And actually, Brene Brown, when he said that, she just started laughing so hard because I think it was relatable to her too. This idea of being in motion is where we're doing all this work without making any progress. And then there's this idea of being in action where we're like taking steps that actually deliver results. Now, I know this sounds so obvious, but it is so, so, so easy to get stuck in motion and to forget about taking real action in our businesses and frankly, in lots of parts of our lives, especially when we're just getting started. So this is a trap that I see so many coaches getting stuck in, which is why I wanted to record this podcast episode for you. Because as soon as I heard James and Brene talking about all the places in her life that she got stuck in motion, I was like, oh man, we have to talk about this on the podcast because I know it's something that happens for all of us. I can get stuck in motion. I'm sure you can too. And that's why we're having this conversation today. So are you ready? Let's dive into this topic and come up with some strategies to make sure that we are focused on getting into action, and learning to let go of those motion behaviors and habits a little bit more. So let's define being in motion. I guarantee that you've been in motion at some point before where you're trying to convince yourself that you're doing work, but you're not really getting the results you want. Being in motion feels like being a hamster stuck on a wheel. You're running really fast, but you're not actually going anywhere. And you're tired by the end of it, right? But you haven't made any impact in the distance that you're wanting to go. So being in motion looks like working on your website all the time, working on your newsletter all the time, searching Facebook or competitors to see what their programs have or what ideas other people have, 
Being in motion is posting questions in Facebook groups instead of using Google or YouTube to get answers more quickly. Being in motion can also be creating big, complicated, maybe even year-long plans that you don't ever seem to quite execute. Being in motion can also be getting a burst of energy, posting an offer that you've thought of all over social media one time, and then not following up on it, and then being disappointed that you had no sales. So if you're feeling called out right now, I just want you to know that I have 100% done every single one of those being in motion things. At the time, I honestly thought that those were the things that I was supposed to be doing. There's nothing wrong with you if this is what you've been doing, but these are not the steps to take if what you want is a thriving business with a full client load. So let's take a look at what being in action looks like instead. Being in action looks like contacting five people to let them know about your new program or just the fact that you're open and accepting clients. Being in action looks like connecting with a referral partner to find out if they're willing to promote your next program. It's also doing the work of auditing your own habits and the way you're using your time to see where you could improve. Being in action looks like creating short, task-driven plans that allow you to actually move forward and start working with people. Being in action also involves connecting with a networking community and actually committing to building relationships there and not just trying to get sales. Referral partnerships do take time and energy invested to grow. And being in action looks like choosing one social platform to learn and grow on and master before giving up and moving on to the next one. So have you noticed that being in action might also mean feeling a little bit more vulnerable? I mean, let's face it, it's way easier to hide behind our computers and to create plans than it is to actually invite someone to work with us. But there's a difference between the two, right? Inviting people to work with us, that's being in action. Thinking about our master plan, eh, most of the time that's being in motion. And I do completely recognize that stepping into action means stepping outside of our comfort zones. I am not ever going to tell you that's easy, but I am here to tell you that it is a good thing to do. Because often what we want is just on the other side of our comfort zone. And I found that when we can push that boundary by taking quality action, then things start to change. In fact, I was just talking with a client this morning who said, I have been implementing everything you've been telling me to do and December was my first profitable month. So I have to tell you, we celebrated like crazy and she said, yeah, I really see the difference between taking the actions that feel a little bit more uncomfortable, but they're also the ones that were allowing her to get the clients that she has now. So I don't tell you this because I want to just push you for the sake of pushing you. I tell you these ideas because I know that they're what works, that this is what makes a difference. So the question then becomes, how do we shift our patterns? How can we ensure that we are staying in action and avoiding motion as much as possible? And it's actually pretty simple. The difference between motion and action is similar to the difference between planning your new workout routine versus lacing up your running shoes and hitting the trail. Are you thinking about all the ways that you're going to do the work 
or are you just doing the work? I've found it can be really helpful to do a couple of things to keep me on track when it comes to action. So first, I make sure that I don't check my email first thing. I actually start every single workday by focusing on output, on working on something that I will be putting out into the world. That might be a new program that I'm offering, or a blog post, or even writing the script for this podcast. Making sure I focus on output is really important because it helps me keep my work out in front of my audience, and that really makes a difference when it comes to having a steady stream of clients. Some people talk about this as running the day instead of letting the day run you. And I think that if you can do your most important tasks first, and in particular tasks that are deliverables, tasks that serve to bring people to you, tasks that help to nurture your audience so that your audience will be more likely to work with you, then at least you've taken some solid action each day even if the rest of the day happens to go sideways. For me, it feels like an insurance policy. I always do those most important tasks first because in case my kid gets sick or some, or I lose power or whatever goes on, then at least that thing has happened. Second, I leave each work week with a clear plan of my priorities for the following week. I have to tell you, this is a game changer because what it means is when I get to my desk every Monday morning, I already know what I'm working on. I'm not having to sort through all the things I did last week. I'm not having to think back to everything that I was supposed to get done. I've already made all those decisions the week before, which is actually really helpful because that's when I'm thinking about it. That's when all of that stuff is already top of mind for me. So it's a lot easier for me just to make a plan for the following week and move from there instead of trying to remember it all uh, every Monday morning or even worse, spending all weekend thinking about it. So I find that that helps me have a clearer weekend, but also it sets me up for better action the following week because I already know what my priorities are. Another great way to make sure you're staying in action is by joining a community where you can get accountability. So I have lots of friends who help hold me accountable. I have been in many, many coaching programs. I actually do find them so helpful. There's just something about seeing other people on the same path that you're on and taking the same kind of leaps that you're taking that can help you move forward more quickly. And that's why I wanna invite you to check out Activate, my online membership community for business owners who want to get into action. With all of the support and training and coaching you get inside Activate, it's practically impossible to be left behind and that's kind of the point. My job as your coach in Activate is to give you the tools that you need to create a business that makes a difference, both for you and for your community. And your job is to show up and make sure you're staying in action. We're currently enrolling for Activate, but we'll be closing the doors again soon. So come check out the program at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash activate. And I'll also add that link to our show notes and you can check it out there. Last but not least, I create my to-do list with clear tasks in mind. This is something that helps me really focus on action instead of sort of staying in that motion-y, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, but I'm not getting anywhere feeling. So instead of just having big, broad, non-specific items on my to-do list like work on my newsletter, 
I create task lists that are super clear so that I can know, did I, did I do it or did I not do it? Work on my newsletter, and I know you can't see me, but I'm 100% making air quotes around that. There's no way to know when that's done. There's no starting point, there's no ending point. So instead, I'll use something very clear like, write first draft of newsletter for XXX week, right? So that I know exactly what I'm doing. I've, I've really found that having a task-based list instead of a to-do list has created a monumental change in my productivity. And it also helps me sort of think about, okay, when I say work on my newsletter or work on my website or whatever the thing is, what am I really trying to do here? What am I trying to create? And that helps me stay in action too. So those are my suggestions for you today. I hope they were helpful. Let's run through them again because I wanna make sure that you feel like you have the tools you need to move into action. So first, I want you to do the most important things first. Don't look at your email. Don't do the thing that feels easy. Do the hardest work first. Do the thing that is going to make the biggest impact on your business, the thing that you can put out into the world that's going to help grow your business. Make sure that's the thing you do first in the week and also first thing every day. The second thing is try figuring out your work plan for the following week on Friday. So if Friday is the end of your work week, you wanna just set aside 10, maybe 15 minutes to decide what needs to happen the following week. That is not that much time on that Friday, but I have to tell you, it's going to make a huge, huge, huge difference for you when you come into work the following week. I also want you to think about how you're getting support and accountability. It really does make a difference to have a community that can help you see where you can be doing things differently, to have a community that's modeling the behavior you're trying to get to. And that's why I want you to uh, invite you to check out Activate. So you can find Activate at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash activate. We have uh, twice monthly group coaching sessions in there. We have uh, accelerated business trainings in there where I teach you things that I've learned in the last 13-ish years of running online businesses. We have a monthly planning session, which so many of the members say is their favorite thing because it helps them figure out what they're going to do each week. Um, and each month, instead of feeling like they have a to-do list that's never ending, during that planning uh, session, we really do hone in on those action-based tasks. And um, if you haven't done this yet, try to switch your to-do list from a to-do list of just a thousand items and focus instead on what the tasks are. Think about a task list, a results-based list that can really make a difference in your productivity through the week. So I wanna thank you again for taking the time to listen today. If you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you could make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. If you have a few extra minutes, I would appreciate it if you had time to write a review or share this episode with a friend who might need some help getting into action. Again, come check out Activate at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash activate and jumpstart your business growth. Thanks for being here and I will be back again next week.